What's going on, everybody? This is Positive Anger with myself, Nathan McIntosh. Whoa! Daddy. Episode with myself. Talking to me. Okay, so I'm just going to get right into an episode here. Myself and the good Dr. Liz. I got tickets a couple weeks ago to see To Kill a Mockingbird in New York, right? Because I don't, I don't, uh, I've lived here for so long and I've seen like two things, maybe. I've seen, I saw the Rocky musical, which is, you know, complete insanity. Huge Rocky fan, but I mean, every song and it was bad. The songs were like, I'm Polly and I'm in Rocky. It's brutal. Except the way that they did the stage was very, very good. Anyways, I've seen that and I've seen uh, King Kong recently. Which was fine. Um, I did like the, the the giant. I like King Kong. I like when they make a thing. You know what I mean? I like when they make a thing that you can see and touch and people run around. But it was fine. The, the 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 way that they did the musical, the woman was not scared of King Kong at all. She runs into King Kong and she's like, hey, your eyes are nice. And King Kong's like, what? And then they do the regular King Kong stuff. They go to New York. They climb a building. And what else have I seen? Uh... Not too much. Anyways, so bought tickets to see To Kill a Mockingbird. And um, we were going today, and this is after... Uh, we were going to go today. Whatever. We're going today. Going today. The good doctor, Ed Harris, was in this play, okay? He's in this play. Going to see him because he's in... Going to see, the People are going to see the play because he's in the play. The play's been running, obviously, for a while. Last year, Jeff Daniels was uh, the main character. Arthur, can't remember his name. Um, Arthur, right? Arthur Flinch? Flinch? Arthur? Here's the thing you got to know about me and To Kill a Mockingbird. I was supposed to read this book in grade 10 to do, you know, an essay on it. And uh, I read some of it and got drunk a lot. So by the time... You know, I, I would come into school. Every Wednesday was Wasted Wednesday. My English class was Thursday mornings. I would go into English class and just kind of put my head in the desk. And my teacher one day was like, look, I know you're coming to school drunk. I'm like, correction, very hungover. So I I did kind of read it, but I barely remember uh, what it is. But anyways, last year... They had Jeff Daniels was in it this year. They got the good Dr. Ed, fuck you in the face, Harris. So, going to see the movie, whatever. It's happening. In the movie, they're going to see the play. Good Christ, this is how little I fucking see things. I'm calling it a movie. Going to see the play. On the way out the door, uh, a couple of minutes before we left, checked email. Got an email from the ticket, where I got the tickets, and they were like, Yo, just to let you know, Ed Harris is not doing the play today. Ed Harris, whatever, it, there's no reason or whatever. Who knows? Ed Harris woke up, had too much pineapple juice, and it's like, my throat hurts. Not going in. So he's not there. So they're going to have the understudy do it. The understudy, you know, is not fucking Pacino or whatever. It's a guy, just some guy. Which is fine. I'm not against this guy. You know what I mean. You gotta live your life. I, I'm, I'm, I'm that guy to to other things. 
but did not pay to see this guy. Paid, uh, one, to go to a thing, two, to see Ed fuck you in the face, Harris. So, made a decision not to go. Which, first of all, I, w- I really wish I could kind of do the, the, the understudy thing with plays, the way they do with plays. I would love to not go do a show sometimes. I would love to wake up wherever and just go i'm not fucking doing it and then just them go hey the screamings of nathan mcintosh will be done tonight by ted carver and just somebody who learns all of the screams goes up and does the screams for me so i can stay in a hotel room bed or my own bed and not go yell at whoever the fuck it's a great thing there have been many times where i'm walking out the door or about to go to somewhere, and I'm like, ugh, my, my fucking throat's killing me. I would love to not do this, but I can't. So anyways, ended up not going, refunded the tickets, and not going. I was, I was excited to go. I love sitting in theaters. A giant theater, nice fucking theater. The comfortable. I, I just like it. I like a theater. I like seeing a thing. And I'd, I'd rather see a play over a musical because I, I, I not that there's anything crazy wrong happening in a musical, Five musicals, I've seen musicals. I would just like to see straight acting. Straight up and down. We're talking acting. Front to back. No songs. No dancing. We're talking act acting. From fucking actors like Ed fucking the face Harris. Ed Harris? You kidding? So anyways. Um and because uh instead of like he, I guess he's only in the play until the this weekend. I'm not able to go any other time. So just refunded the tickets. So Liz was looking up other plays and stuff that are going to be in the city, are in the city. And uh, Ed Harris, right, is in if if is in Glengarry Glen Ross, which most people know. Great movie, such a good movie. I almost probably watch Glengarry Glen Ross once a year, like a complete psychopath. Ever since I. I just love the fucking movie. It's just, it's just great. It is great. Great acting. Great everything. It's just a great movie that the good Dr. Ed Harris is in. So, um, Liz is looking up plays. Looking up a bunch of stuff that is coming to the city or is already in the city. One of the things that it comes in and out of the city all the time is the play Glengarry Glen Ross, which I'd love to see. Years ago, it was here. And Pacino was in it. He was playing a different role than he did in the movie. Uh, I just didn't have, you know what I mean? I, I didn't have any fucking money and making 60 cents a day, maybe. I got, I'm, I'm, I'm fighting fucking Brussels sprouts to, uh, uh, to, to beat them into a full meal. Like, it just didn't have anything. So there was no, I didn't even think in my head, and I probably could have went, but in my head, I just go, I don't have the fucking money to see goddamn Pacino in a, in a play. I'm not doing that shit. And I'm sure some people, smart people that go to things all the time, Found tickets for fucking $14 because you go down Times Square, you take a left, and there's some weird, shady man. Or or just be, you wait to go, and people are like, yeah, nobody, we need to fill these seats. But I don't know anything, so I didn't go. Anyways, Glengarry Glen Ross is coming back to New York. I go, great. Maybe we could see that. Turns out it's coming to the city 2021, which... That is a, a decent amount of time from now. And also, they are 
It is going to be an all-female cast for Glengarry Glen Ross. That is what they're going to do in 2021 because, you know, that's uh, that's what we're doing. Which, um, uh, I just can't, like... Here's the thing. If there was a, 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 a play, right, that... Uh, uh, that uh, that starred all women, and you go to see it. Okay, great. Whatever. I'd go see a play starring all women. What 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 is the the thing that? Why take a play that has all men in it and just go? Well, we're gonna make it all women now. For what? For who? For twenty twenty one? For the idea that that today everything should have uh, uh women in it, or the idea that th- there are no women that fucking star in anything? Have you looked around? There's no women. In any movies or TV or anything, they're just non-existent. So we'll take things that already exist with men, erase them, and add women. Because look, if you think, okay, look, we need to put more women in things, great, write things that have more women in them. There's no reason to take over a fucking thing that already has, that's already been done. It's already, it's made. (sighs) And this happens with a few things. Um, obviously Ghostbusters, the new Terminator, which I talked about before. I didn't see it because at first when I heard it was coming out, I was like, okay, cool. I'm kind of excited about this. And then, cause it was like, it's just a straight up, uh, the, the exact movie that's happening after Terminator 2. Great. Great. That sounds cool. Then you see some trailers for it and you go, wait a second. This is fucking Terminator 2. You just made Terminator 2. The amount of times I've seen Terminator 2, you're not going to slide Terminator 2 past me. Even if it is just a little shinier and, and looks more fake, this is fucking Terminator fucking 2. The fucking, instead of the goddamn hallway scene, you got this woman at her job and, a, and a, 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 a bad Terminator comes up to fucking kill her just like in the goddamn hallway in the mall. Instead of a, a truck chasing a fucking man on a dirt bike, you got a goddamn super plow thing smashing through a wall driving on a highway chasing a truck instead of a fucking helicopter chasing him at the end you have a fucking helicopter chasing him at the end look the the trailers were the same fucking movie this is terminator 2 again terminator 2 redux so i did not go to see it what i did do was look into basically everything about it because it just interests me in the idea that like why are we doing this movie again and the reason for this one specifically was that in the first couple of minutes, I mean, spoiler alert, I don't know if anybody gives a fuck to see this movie. Spoiler alert! In the first three minutes of the new Terminator, a Terminator walks around a corner and shoots John Connor, murders him, kills him, because fuck him. Who cares what happened in number two? Who cares what happened in number one? The whole idea of keeping this motherfucker alive so that he can... Uh, start the resistance that starts fighting fucking Skynet, which hopefully that person comes along one day. Dead. Dead. And the reason for that is this, um, the woman that they have in it now, kid woman, she's supposed to be a kid, but she's a woman, is she's John Connor. She is now John Connor. So basically what they did was rewrite Terminator 2 to have a woman be John Connor instead of John Connor be John Connor. Even though in fucking Terminator 2, Linda Hamilton is still a fucking woman who's a fucking woman who shoots things and kills things and is a strong fucking woman, but apparently not strong enough because she's just a mother that makes the fucking boy man that's 
saves the fucking world, so fuck that. We'll have a woman now, because just being a mother's a piece of shit, and fuck you. And now we have a woman being the goddamn leader of the resistance. Okay. I just don't, I just don't know why things have to be... Uh, and look, I, I don't necessarily care, care about certain things. Want to make James Bond a woman? I don't really give a fuck. It just doesn't make any sense when you could make movies that star women. They already exist. We can keep doing more. There's no reason to take movies that did star men and jam fucking women into them. I don't even think women are excited. Who in the fuck fucking wants this? Other than crazy people on Twitter who believe that there are no movies that star women and women are fucking locked in cages, not able to write on anything, not able to star in anything, not able to even act in anything, stuck in cages, waiting to be either fucked or boiled alive. These crazy people are like, we need to fucking rewrite blah, 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 and dupe to dupe because we've been fucking held down for X amount of cocksucking fucking years, even though Annie start a fucking woman that was made 200 years ago when you could smoke a woman in the fucking eyes for no goddamn reason. You got, again, Wonder Woman as a television show in the fucking 70s. But none of these things exist, and who cares? We're rewriting it all because fuck you. So you know what? I just don't know why this is a why this is a thing that any human being would want, or I, I just I don't know anybody that does want it other than, I mean, this is just my guess, psychotic people on Twitter who wake up every day and say, let's figure out what is, you know, against feminism. Oh, look, Kevin McAllister in Home Alone? No, Karen McAllister. We will remake Home Alone and they leave a girl at home and the dead, you know, it's just like, what the fuck? It doesn't just write a, a fucking movie that has that stars women, which apparently has never been done. They don't do it. They do not do it. Every movie stars men is for men, and that's just the way that it is, you know? And I'm like, hey, man, let me tell you something. As a man, I'm happy about it. I don't want to see a woman do a goddamn thing. I would not watch a movie where a woman... Here's when I have... I've probably watched Terminator 2... Uh, 85 to 100 times in my life since 1991. Since this movie came out, I've probably seen it about about 85 to 100 times. And you know, even as a, even as a small boy, I knew that the Linda Hamilton character was bullshit. That was bullshit. There's no fucking strong women. There's no strong women that fight to protect their children. This isn't fucking real. So what I would do, when I watched Terminator 2, again, about 85 to 100 times, I would, every time Linda Hamilton came on the screen, Sarah Connor, I would put my hand over the screen and mute the TV. Because I was like, back off, devil woman. Do not, do not get in my face with this fucking, oh, a strong woman protecting her child against a killer machine. Fuck that. That's fake and bullshit. I don't want to fucking see it. So even as a small boy, I would put my baby hand covered in Cheetos over the screen and mute the TV until she was gone. Now, it's pretty hard to do because she's in a lot of scenes in Terminator 2, a fucking fuck lot of them, because she has a starring cocksucking fucking role 
in the motherfucking fuck movie integral fucking part of number two and one but i had to do it for the for the decency of humanity to also keep up the narrative that's done by insane human beings on twitter who wake up every day and say what is against whatever the fuck that go on and go we need there are no women who have ever starred in anything all they are is locked in cages waiting to be fucked or boiled and they have nothing so um it's hard to i mean it's hard to find a list of movies that star women it just is you know what i mean it just it just is let's be serious because there's none there's okay there's there's a couple that i mentioned terminator 2 1 annie wonder woman i guess you go alien <sighs> i mean there's a there's a there, okay but here's here's what i'm gonna do so if we if we are somewhere if if this is if this is what we'll do from now on is just take movies that starred men and instead of writing movies that star women right which would be the kind of normal thing to do to combat any kind of thing that you think is too skewed one way instead of that we will just rewrite movies that have oh, oceans eight which actually made sense if you watch the movie it's it's fine it's fine me and uh saw it i i didn't I, I don't really care too much for the other like i don't think these are any kind of like the greatest fucking movies ever made oceans 8 fits right in with oceans fucking 11 12 all the way up to 19 or whatever and uh it works fine all women in it great who cares it's fine at least it's like another uh, uh, side they didn't just do oceans 11 women oceans 8 sandra bullock is the fucking she's the goddamn sister of uh, I think it was Clooney in the, yeah, and then blah, blah, you know, she's stealing the thing and hires her, great, there you go. But if we are going to take movies that star men and just jam women into them because, you know, fucking Twitter or whatever, um, I, I think it only right to go back and uh, have movies that start women be replaced with men now again there's only a few of these so it won't take long to to do it you know um there's only been about three movies maybe total that women are allowed even allowed in um again because you're just in a cage waiting to be fucked or boiled there's no you're not writing on anything you're not allowed to start anything you're not in anything you, you're not in anything there's nothing you're in you're in nothing um but just thought I'd take, uh, I, I dug, looked, and I, 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 I tried hard to come up with a list of movies that should be remade with men. So, Thelma and Louise, okay? Yeah. Movie about uh, two women who leave their abusive husbands. Cool. Or is it? Because does that say anything about strong men who leave abusive wives? I mean, that happens. A wife could fucking stab me in the goddamn back with a potato peeler, right? But who cares? Because fuck you. Either fight her or go to the cops who will make fun of you, right? Or you get in a car with your friend and you hold hands as you drive off of a fucking cliff. So Thelma and Louise remade Thomas and Lewis. Thomas and Lewis now leave their abusive wives who, who scream at them all the time 
Tell them they don't make enough money. Call them losers. Every time they can't get hard, they just slap their little fucking baby dicks. But how do you get hard in a house where somebody doesn't respect you as a human being? So when their wives are gone, they get in a car and they drive and drive until they finally go directly off of a cliff, showing that the strength of men, Thomas and Lewis. G.I. Jane, uh, you know, Demi Moore, strong woman who goes into the Marines against all odds because basically they're like, well, this is just for men. And she's like, well, fuck you. I want to fucking go in the fucking Marines. And they go, well, fine. We'll let you in. We're going to beat the fuck out of you because we don't want you here. And we're going to make sure that you quit. Does she quit? No. What's that show? That women are also strong fucking people that can do whatever the fuck they want if they got their fucking mind on something. But fuck that. Movie doesn't exist anymore. It's G.I. Jake. It's now just a guy named Jake who wants to go into the Marines. And they go, you can do that. And he goes, great. And then he's in the Marines. G.I. Jake. You got, you got Carrie, right? Carrie goes, uh, she has powers, and they only really come alive when uh, she gets her period because uh, women are mean. They throw fucking tampons at her. Great. Well, what does that show? That women are bad people. We don't want to do that. Fuck that. Every woman's a hero. So, movies now, Gary. Gary goes to high school. He gets hard in the shower, accidentally, as you do sometimes when you're in school. Maybe you're thinking about the English teacher's tits, who they almost flop out when she fucking pretends to be doing work while you're trying to find the fucking pronoun in a goddamn sentence. Tits are falling out of her fucking shirt. You're sitting there. Gary's remembering it in the shower. He gets hard. Everybody's like, oh, God, look at hard Gary. Look at erect Gary over there. Look at look at old erection Evan over there. And they start throwing ice at him and calling him a bunch of names because men are bad. And they 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 make sure that his dick gets small. They, they break his dick, basically. He shrinks dick. Dick gets small. And then at the end, he uses his powers because his dad, not his mom, his dad, is very religious. And she screams at him all the time. Uh, his dad, sorry. His dad screams at him all the time about God. And you got you, you, you to gotta believe in God. You got to believe in God. If you don't believe in God, blah, 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 you're going to get hard every fucking day of your life. Hey, Dad, I got hard at school. Fuck you. Dad, God doesn't allow hardness. I know he made your dick, and apparently it's supposed to work, but fuck that. It only works between you and your wife. Who It better be a wife, Gary. And it only works then, and it's only for making children. If at all any cum comes out of your dick before it's in your wife, you put it into a bag, and you hold on to it to ye- for years and years until your wife shows up. And then one day, you dip her upside down uh, uh, behind a couch or something, and you pour the bag of cum, which is your children, and you don't want to waste these, into your wife. The end of the movie, Gary goes to his prom, and he sets everything on fire because he can't fucking deal with having to be hard and keeping his cum in a goddamn bag. Movie's called Gary. Got Eric Brockovich. Now, the original, single mother of three, gets into a car accident, then gets a job as a lawyer, then fights a fucking... Full-on corporation, whole energy company because they're fucking polluting water and shit. Real story, but a real person that really exists. But 
It was made 20 years ago, so nobody that's psychotic on Twitter who wakes up every day and goes, hey, what the fuck are we fucking doing? All women are doing is being blocked in cages, waiting to be fucked or boiled. We need to... So this movie doesn't exist to anyone. Not a real movie. And good, because it's going to be remade, starring a man anyway, Eric Brockovich. No more. He's not, he's not a single dad. He's not a lawyer. No. Eric Brockovich... He just goes to the gym. He goes to the gym every day. And he works on only shoulders. Just shoulders. Eric Brockovich just wants giant shoulders. He knows what holds a shirt together. Shoulders. He's doing shoulders, doing shoulders. And he then hurts both of his shoulders. Both of his shoulders. He sues the gym. He sues the gym and loses. Because they're like, look, man, nobody told you to fucking... Nobody told you to work out shoulders that much. What are you, nuts? Do a calf. Do a, do a fucking forearm. What are you doing? So then he looks at the real problem. It's the, it's the protein powder that says, take this and you, you won't get hurt or whatever the tagline is. You eat this protein and you'll be, you'll be rock hard. So he sues the protein company because he says, look, I'm eating your protein and I'm working shoulders 100% and I still got fucking hurt. Fuck you. And they award him the money. Great movie, Eric Brockovich. Just let's just try to the Brotherhood of the Traveling Jockstrap. It's it's a bunch of it's a, okay. It's 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 a Harvard swim team, right? Brotherhood, and they have one jockstrap because Harvard had to cut back this year. They don't even need jockstraps in the pool, but they have one. They got one jockstrap. And they have to get it to another school. For whatever reason, they can't, there's no, you can't get a bus. They can't, so this one brotherhood has to walk one jockstrap above their head to Tulsa. They got to walk from Harvard to Tulsa holding the jockstrap above their head. The brotherhood of the traveling jockstrap. Because the sisterhood of the traveling pants just didn't happen. Wasn't real. And you know what? How how Stella got a groove back is uh, fuck that. You know because you just fuck it, man. It's it didn't it did it was it did it even exist? Was it a thing? I don't know. So it doesn't matter. So how Steve got his gravy back? Now it's a it's a movie, right? About Steve, and and also we gotta change some of these too because. If if a man was going to be in it, they'd be like, well, I'm not doing this shit. What's it going to just be? How Steve got his groove back? Fuck Steve's groove. How Steve got his gravy back. Now, Steve is at chicken restaurant, okay? Movie opens. Steve's wife calls him, and she's like, whatever a very, you know, very stereotypical man movie would be. You were fucking... You were watching hockey while we were having our third child. Crosby was on the ice, and they hang up on each other. And so now Steve is at a chicken restaurant. He's eating chicken, and he turns away for a second, right, probably to look at his other two kids that are that are sitting in the parking lot, windows up in an, an old station wagon that he has out there. And when he turns back, he realizes, oh, oh, my gravy's gone. My gravy is gone. What am I, Steve, going to do? 
Let's tell you what Steve does. What any what any what any man would do, especially if he's completely taking over a movie and 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 not respecting anything that happened in, in in its original story. He gets he goes to the car. Both of his kids. He opens one of the doors. Both of his kids gasping for air. I mean, it's a hot night out there. Ah, oh, Dad. Thanks so much for coming to get us. Did you bring us any food? Shut your fucking mouths, kids. He goes. He tells one of the kids to move. He gets a handgun, right? Closes the door. Both the kids still inside the car. They're screaming for their dad. He doesn't care. Steve goes back into the chicken restaurant. He fires one shot directly into the ceiling. Just bam. And he points. Then he points the gun at everybody. And he goes, who in the fuck took my gravy? Everybody's horrified. Just terrified. There's a there's a man in the back dressed like a samurai. He's wearing he's wearing full samurai garb. He's the only person moving. He takes a piece of chicken and he dips it in gravy and he puts it in his mouth and he goes, "Is this your gravy?" Steve looks at him and says, "Give me my gravy." Samurai guy stands up and goes, "Why don't you come and get it?" He pulls out a sword. Steve shoots at him. This guy blocks all of the bullets with his sword. Steve runs over. They get into a giant melee. I mean, they're going through windows. People are exploding. Finally, Steve remembers how you kill a samurai. See, right before his wife had gone into labor with their third child as he was watching Sidney Crosby play for the Penguins, he remembered he was scrolling through men's health and in one of the articles it said, I mean, this might be crazy, but if you ever come across a samurai, here's how you kill one. And apparently it is taking a salt shaker and shaking it directly into a samurai's mouth. Steve does that. Samurai shrivels up into a tiny prune that then Steve eats and he gets his gravy. He walks back to his table, looks in his car. Both of his kids are passed out. How Steve got his gravy back. Buddy the Vampire Slayer. Now, there's a whole, you know, there's a whole show and store, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, about a woman who kills vampires. My bag. We all know what it was supposed to be because women, look, man, no fault of anybody's, are locked in cages waiting to be fucked or boiled. So, Buffy the Vampire Slayer is now Buddy the Vampire Slayer. And it's a guy named Buddy who is a mechanic in in a small town, hands covered in grease. He's wearing the same two jackets every day. He's got a shit beard hat. He's very thin. This man does not eat. If he does eat, it's bolts off of a transmission. This guy... It's got to neat. He's a, he's a, he's a, he's a fucking mechanic. Buddy the mechanic. People drive up and they go, buddy, can I put my car in there? He goes, buddy, I'm full. It's a, it's a very small town. Very small town living with many cars. People have so many cars that Buddy's backed up. I mean, Buddy's backed up and, until Buddy doesn't even, Buddy doesn't even know when Buddy's going to be able to fix your car. Anyways, Buddy one, one night. He's, he's working on a car. Who knows? Transmission, fucking brakes, whatever it is. It's Buddy, right? 
Buddy's fixing a thing, and it's it's real late. And somebody drives their car in, and Buddy goes, Buddy, I don't, I can't fix your car. And the guy in the car goes, Buddy, I'm a vampire. And Buddy goes, What? And the vampire lunges at Buddy, right? But as he does, Buddy grabs Corona bottle that he usually, he, he doesn't have time to go to the bathroom. It's just full of piss, unadulterated, uncut urine. And he takes that and he smashes it into the vampire's head and then stabs the vampire in the heart with the broken top, killing the vampire, Buddy the Vampire Slayer. How about Bill Kill? There's a movie called Kill Bill, starring Uma Thurman. She walks around killing people, you know, but I just don't understand. Even when I was watching, I was like, why can't this be a man? Uh, I mean, come on. Uh, what the fuck, man? I never saw my mom with a fucking katana. I never, I never, I never saw my mom wearing a yellow jumpsuit kicking ass. So Bill Kill, it's a guy named Bill, and he works, same thing, but his name's Bill, except he's not trying to hunt anybody down, he's just a fucking maniac, because, you know, he's just a crazy guy, he watches a bunch of karate movies, he thinks he can do it, he, he makes a yellow suit out of banana peels, grabs a kitchen knife, and starts fucking cartwheeling down the street, slashing people's throats, Bill Kill. How about waiting to inhale? See, waiting to exhale. Group of women sit around waiting to breathe, which is basically what women are doing now anyway, you know, because you're locked in cages waiting to be fucked or boiled. So same deal. Movie made 25 years ago. And, and even at the time, I'm sure when people were watching this movie, they were like, what the f Why the fuck? fuck is this fucking where the fuck are the fucking men well now they're here waiting to inhale and it's a group of four men who are who are uh it's in, it's in a it's in a hacky sack circle and they're waiting for the joint to be passed to them and it's their it's their it's their story of determination and and uh and uh fortitude and 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 perseverance while as soon as they pass the joint, they know that it's going to be at least four passes before it gets back to them. And how do you deal with that? How do you hacky sack when you're not fucking, when you're not, when your lungs aren't full of weed? How do you do this? So they have to sit there and really wait to inhale the weed that will be coming back around. Mr. Congeniality means speaks for itself. It's a, it's a guy who breaks into a beauty pageant, but he's also a half-robot gun thing, and he breaks up a, a ring of hookers because the, the, you know, the, the leader of the, of the beauty pageant is, is, is actually a pimp named Justice who, who is pimping out the beauty pageant winners, women, all of them, to disgusting goblins who live underneath us and robot gunman mr congeniality breaks in pretends to be one of the 
pageant people and breaks the hooker pimp ring run by justice. Mr. Congeniality. First Husband's Club, obviously. I mean, it's just, you know, it's a club of people that have been, men who have been married first time. You know what I mean? First Husband's Club, not a big deal. Rami and Michael's high school reunion. Yeah, I, I, you know, gives a shit about fucking a couple of women going to their fucking high school reunion. Yeah, the movie was funny and great, but who gives a fuck? Where the fuck are the dicks? So now it's Rami and Michael, and they plan on going back to their high school reunion. And, um, you know, they got life figured out. Well, Rami does. Rami is an accountant, and he, he you know, he has, he has money figured out. He's got life figured out. He has a wife and two kids. Michael, Jesus, Michael. So after high school, Michael went and got his job back at that fry truck. And, uh, you know, he just partied through life, party, party, party. And now he can't really, uh, you know. So so Rami has to, to dress up Michael to make it look like they're both successful and then they get to the high school reunion and realize the whole fucking school is full of losers so it didn't really matter to begin with rami and michael's high school reunion a league of their own same title but it's a baseball team of all men thank god and uh tom hanks's character is now that's a woman so we'll switch that one so that's a woman but it's a team so it's a it's a it's a female coach coaching an all-male baseball team. And they're fine with it. They're fine with it. They're like, okay, cool. I'm fine with that. But the coach is like, you fucking hate me because I'm a woman. And they go, no, we don't. We're fine with it. You, you seem to know what you're doing. And uh, you have a lot of good insights about things. I couldn't catch a fucking ball at shortstop. And then you told me to pivot left and look at me. I'm catching them left and right. So thank you. No, you guys, you hate women. And then she goes to the urinal, and they're like, what the fuck? And she stands there and just stand pisses at the urinal for a good. We stretch this scene out. League of Their Own, people thought it was long, but this one, I think it's really going to, it's about 20, 22 minutes of a woman stand pissing while grunting every once in a while. And uh, yeah, League of Their Own, it's a female coach coaching a all-male baseball team fried green potatoes see fried green tomatoes you got uh kathy bates and you know it's a it's a it's a a story of women and whatever the fuck who fucking care fried green potatoes is a story okay of a i mean okay it's a story of a guy right okay so this guy this guy man he's fucking working hard you know what i mean he's working hard corporate job he's in there every day crunching the numbers crunch 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 and then downsizing but he keeps his job and then more downsizing but he keeps his job and then he realizes he's the only one left he looks up his from his cubicle i mean the guy's been he's been working fucking non-stop crunching the numbers kicking ass taking names he looks around, he realizes he's the only one left in the company. Holy fuck. So he walks around. He's trying to figure out what the hell happened. He, he picks up a newspaper article. The company's been closed for a year and a half. This guy's been working so hard. He didn't even realize that the company around him folded. And he's just been working. He hasn't been paid. He looks down at his clothes. They're tattered rags. I mean, that's, that's the kind of work ethic that, that we're dealing with here. 
tattered rags guy hasn't eaten in fucking weeks. He walks outside. He buys. He, all, he has in his, all he has in his pocket is 40 cents. What can I get for that? Guy at the store goes, you can get this green potato. What a fucking moldy potato. He buys the moldy potato. He goes outside. He finds a spoon and a lighter. And he heats up the potato on the spoon. Hence, fried green potatoes. I think that one personally is going to go... I think that one's going to go far. Mean guys. You know, I mean, there's mean girls, right? There's girls and guys. I don't understand why there can't be a mean guys. Am I crazy? Am I nuts? Mean girls, right? Why can't there be a mean guys? I just don't under... Let's just let's just do it. It's not that hard. And that's really all it is. It's just mean guys. But it's just guys. It's just guys in an alley. And when people walk by, they're like, hey, nice shirt. And they just make fun of people. And people, sometimes people turn, they go, what the fuck? And then they look at these dudes. And, you know, they, they, all, they all have knives. So what are you going to say to them? But they make fun of people as they walk by. Mean guys. Illegally Blonde. It's about a man who travels to North Korea and is blonde. It's illegal to be blonde there in this movie. But he wants to keep his hair because it's sick. And he also didn't know he was getting on a plane to North Korea. He thought he was going. Oh, man. He thought he was flying to North Carolina where you're allowed to have blonde hair. You see? So he didn't know that he was doing anything illegal. But now he's in North Korea. And oh, man. And then, you know, there's a whole scene where uh, he gets Kim Jong-un to put on, to dye his hair blonde, and Kim loves it, and then they're, they're both playing volleyball shirtless, and then, and then the, you know, the whole country sees Kim Jong-un with blonde hair, and they're like, oh, he's having a good time, blah, blah, and then they start, you know, living their lives and having a good time, and Kim Jong-un sees this, and he's like, oh, no, fuck you, and then he murders half the country, and then he's like, you know, he dyes his hair back to black, and he kicks this guy out. Illegally blonde, I mean, I think that'll, uh, I think that'll, Work, groomsmaids, there's bridesmaids, right? Those are the the women that are there for the bride, groomsmaids. And yes, those are called like best men and all that, but no, grooms, groomsmaids, groomsmaids. And uh, yeah, it's just a, a movie about a bunch of dudes who are trying to uh, get their friend not to get married. Because they want to keep playing Xbox. That's that's all it is. Groomsmates. I think we kind of at some point... I think maybe people get... So the only point that I'm trying to make here... And I, it's not even really a huge, huge point because I don't necessarily care. Are there people that actually see a movie with all men and then go, No, this one needs to be made with all women? Because when you do that, you're not really... You're not making any stories that that have women in them. All you're doing is trying to jam women into stories that had men in them. It doesn't make any sense. Nobody fucking wins. They're not movies that anybody wants to see. And then what the fuck are we fucking doing? Nothing new was created. Nothing new was made. And all you've done is insult everybody, anybody, every single human being that worked on the first one and technically worked on the remake. 
You've insulted and wasted everybody's time. What the fuck are we doing? And who are the people that want to see these things? Are there any, is there anybody? Is there anyone out there who wants to see a movie that had men in it just be straight remade to have women in it? Does this, is this, are we? So anyways, this has just been, you know, here we are. What a party. Just having a fucking party. Just like, just, I can't, again, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm crazy. Maybe the people on Twitter who are completely insane and say that no women have ever started anything are right. Maybe I'm crazy. Maybe I just don't know about these movies. Maybe I had a fucking fever dream and anytime a woman was on screen, I didn't see it. It could be true. It could be very true. I don't know. Maybe I got the goddamn coronavirus. And maybe what the coronavirus does is make you believe that a woman has ever fucking started a movie. Or that a movie's ever been written by... A woman's ever written a movie or ever fucking directed a movie. Or ever, you know, been anything but locked in a cage waiting to be boiled or fucked. I mean, maybe that's what the coronavirus does. Maybe that's what I have. But, anyways. Full party. This is Positive Anchor. Please rate and subscribe to the podcast on uh, iTunes, Nathan McIntosh at Twitter and at Nathan McIntosh on Twitter and Instagram and uh, NathanMcIntosh.com for upcoming shows. I'm going to be in North Carolina in April. Um, fuck, I'll be somewhere else. Oh, God. B- bad promotion. Anyways, hope you guys like the podcast. This has been Positive Anger. Thank you. <laughs>